Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to all the students from Buy the Hood University, as well as all the youth from the Buy the Hood ownership camp. Listen, um, and shout out to everybody who supports anything we do, any content, any classes, anything that we've got going on and you support us. We want to say thank you. It's definitely appreciated. But as you know, our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community. Uh, my partner, Corey, is not here with me right now. He's actually out working with some of the uh, youth, some of our students. But, you know, we're going to record this podcast to highlight this brother who was doing amazing, amazing work in the community. Um, he's a, a, a cryptocurrency expert. I, I, I would call him an expert. You know, hard to say anybody's an expert in this space, but this brother is very, very knowledgeable. Um, he's he's doing a lot of building uh with eyl um he's the founder of earners on chain um but listen let me bring him in i got our brother alistair mckenzie in the building alistair how are you good brother i'm doing well this morning how are you jimmy listen man i'm doing amazing man i'm i'm, I'm glad we could have this conversation man and um i just want to say uh before we get started that uh Corey and i taught a class in eyl university um it was a combination of the crypto and the real estate uh, folks come together and they gave us a platform to kind of talk to everyone and i was so impressed with um this brother right here um, as well as some of the other leaders in the earners on chain that I, I immediately became an earner myself just to build with them. Um, so I'm back there now myself. I was sitting last night having a conversation with uh, the brothers, Justin, right? Um, yeah. Brilliant guy, man. You, so you guys uh, really, um, you know, made an impression on me where I said, I got to be a part of this because I like to build with people that look like me that are having these kind of conversations. And I reached out to you like, yo, I got to catch you on a pod to, uh, you know, pretty much tell your story because, there are a lot of people in this space, but is is you don't find people that look like us a lot of times to build with. So um just want to say congratulations on what you've built thus far and what you will continue to build in the future. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. That. So let's talk about your story, though, Alistair. Where are you originally born, raised? Uh, uh, tell us about your background. Where are you from? Sure. So I'm from New York City, New York, uh, born in Manhattan, raised in Brooklyn, currently live in Brooklyn. I've uh, been here most of my life, except for two years while I lived in South Carolina, about two hours outside of the Charleston area. But yeah, New Yorker born and raised. Okay. So um, what kind of schooling, like what kind of student were you as a youth? So as a student, it's funny. I was one of those, like the teachers would say, he's smart, but he doesn't apply himself or he doesn't do the work, but I could tell he's intelligent. So okay. that was really my history in school. And I went to public schools pretty much all of my life. Um, yeah, from you know elementary straight on through high school. And I would say that uh, even in school, like my favorite subjects were, were um, science and art. Like I loved art as a, as a child, I, I would draw pictures. I, would, I was also a comic book collector, so I would collect comic books, read them, and then draw the pictures that I saw inside the comic book. Okay. So, yeah. So in science class, I really loved because I like getting my hands dirty. I like trying things. I liked, I just like being active. And science was one of those classes where I was just active inside of the classroom instead of, you know, just sitting down and listening to a teacher lecture about 
you know, whatever they were lecturing about, even though when they did lecture, I, I, I was able to, to, you know, comprehend the information, but I just like science and being active. Okay. All right. Interesting. So what did you do after high school? What was your, uh, what happened at the high school? Yeah. After high school, it was, it's funny because, um, at that point, uh, I, so I graduated from high school in 2002. Mm-hmm. So, so my senior year was like 2001, 2002. And my plan originally was to go into the military. Okay. But, but around like the beginning of senior year, nine 11 happened. And I said, Ooh. I think I'm going to change. I think I'm going to change course, but I didn't, I wasn't planning on going to college. So I was just, you know, I was cutting class, slacking off, not doing anything. So after college for like six months, I just got a job, worked at, um, my mom would, you know, help me find certain jobs cause she worked for the city of New York. So she would, you know, introduce me to people. So I worked at some jobs, but after about six months, I went to community college and still wasn't taking it serious. Was just like, and I was still young and just, you know, I wouldn't say wild, but like, I, you know, I, I wasn't focused. So I just kind of floated around a little bit. And then, um, after, going, you know, doing a couple of different jobs. I worked for uh, a school bus company, helping, you know, school bus drivers to find their way and making sure that they picked up all the children. I uh, worked for the Department of uh, Mental Health and Hygiene for a bit. So just jumped around a lot. And then I realized that, okay, I can't just be jumping around doing all these other, you know, different things. I'm not really making any progress in my life. You know, I'm, I'm still kind of broke. So at that point, I just said, you know what, I think I'm going to go back to school and apply myself this time and actually focus on something, you know, because just me floating around is not it. So I actually went back to school, went to a community college, and I started out uh, studying uh, media. So like doing doing, uh, communications, video production, that kind of thing. And that went okay for a while. I actually, you know, I actually enjoyed that a bit. But even then, when trying to find a job in that space, it was just like, okay, you have to do this internship that's unpaid and we want you to do it full time. And I and I ran into a lot of that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I don't have my parents here, you know, paying my bills and taking taking care of me where I can jump in and do these full time unpaid internships. So at that point, I just transitioned into economics after I left community college. So, I, you know, I jumped from media to economics. And oh, hold on, hold on. How, how, how that jump happened? What was the interest in economics? What made you jump to economics? Because well? there's a lot of things you could have chose. Right. So what, make, what, make, what made economics the thing that you jumped into after like studying media? Uh, I think it was, so that was around, I would say, 2008, 2009. So. Of course, that, uh, that was wrong. Okay, the okay, okay, got you, got you. So I was like, okay, like I got to understand what's going on here. So I, I went to, you know, I transitioned into economics as a major, and it was okay. You know, I, I mean, I got some stuff, but I never really ended up using it because, you know, I graduated and everything. But during my final year in college, I took an econometrics class. So it's like econ- you know, economics plus the uh, the statistics side of it. So those two combined. And in that class, they introduced us to a, a programming language or scripting language called R for data analysis. Yep. And yep. Yeah. So like that part of it really, I'm like, okay, this I like the, the programming side of it. 
which I mean, and even going back to my time as a video editor, I used After Effects and they had like their own scripting language. So that part of it always sort of intrigued me. So I was like, hmm, maybe this is something I should look more into, into like the, the technology side and the coding side. So I graduated with a degree in economics. And after I finished college, I went on to work for a 3D printing company here in Brooklyn uh, called MakerBot. And I worked with them for a while okay. as a data analyst. And I was able to, you know, I, it wasn't much of the programming side of it, but I was around a lot of smart people who were doing great things. And, you know, I just kind of picked their brains on, on, on next steps. So I worked there for, I think I worked there for about a year, year and a half. Um, and at the same time, I, you know, anything having to do with programming, I was interested in it. So I would, you know, I learned a little bit of Python, some R, a little bit of JavaScript at the time. Um, and one of the, one of the most pivotal things that happened at that time was that the company brought in Salesforce. So they, they were using okay. a customer service platform called Zendesk in order to handle all of their customer service tickets. Mm -hmm. They transitioned over into the Salesforce platform to handle those cases. And Salesforce has their own proprietary programming language. And I said, okay, I'm going to learn this because we're using it here. So it should be good to learn. And then I went to meetups and I learned about Salesforce and I eventually became a Salesforce administrator. Also at the time, I worked with somebody who was into Bitcoin. Gotcha. They were able to quit their job because of Bitcoin. So that's around the time when Bitcoin got on my radar as well. What year was this when Bitcoin first got on your radar? This was, I would say, 2012, 2013. Okay. Oh, that's really early. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he, he actually ended up leaving the job because of, I think at the time, Bitcoin had went up to, I think I, I think it was like $1,000 at the time, if I remember correctly. So he was having issues at work anyway. So he was like, you know, I'm, I'm leaving here. I, you know, my Bitcoin is up. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so this was around the time where like, I mean, a lot of, I mean, this was really a pivotal point in my life because after I left that job, um, I continue to keep my eye on Bitcoin because I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Um, I, I want to continue to follow this because I'm interested in tech. I always want to learn every, anything that's related to tech and how it changes the world. So always kept my eye on it, always followed it. I went to Bitcoin meetups uh, around here in, in New York City and just kind of talked to different people. And from there... You know, well, after I left that job, I became a Salesforce administrator. So I got my certification and I got, you know, I, I went to a couple of different jobs working as a Salesforce administrator and then eventually a Salesforce developer after I was able to, you know, go into some jobs and work on my programming skills and also study on my own time. So, well, let me ask you a question about like finding yeah. Bitcoin. Like, did, did you gravitate to it right away or like what was your initial reaction when someone explained to you what Bitcoin was? So when I like the first explanation of Bitcoin to me was, oh, well, when I read about it, it was um, we would no longer need the banks. So, mm -hmm. of course, coming out of what happened in 2008, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, we no longer need the banks. Yeah. But there was still like the my question was, OK, this is money, but. When we talk about finance, there's still like, I might, I need to borrow money. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I want to earn interest on my money. 
So there was still a lot of these unanswered questions, but I kept it on my radar because I thought there was promise there. Gotcha. It was very interesting. So I, you know, I'm like, let me just keep up on it. Let me continue to read on, read up on it. Gotcha. So you just followed it. Initially, you just followed it before you. So how long after following it before you made your first purchase and got into it as an investor? So around it was I actually didn't invest until around 2017. OK. OK. Yeah. And it's funny because I I was at a I think it was a Bitcoin meetup and somebody brought up Ethereum at the time. And me mm-hmm. being a developer, I like to create. And they said, you can build your own money. You can build whatever you want on top of this system. I'm like, to me, it resonated with me because, I mean, I'm at work creating stuff all day. So I'm like, ah, oh, okay. That I, 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 It resonated with me because, like, just be me being a creative type of person. I'm like, okay, so I can create something on there. That's interesting. So fast forward to 2017. This was, like, I think, like, April or May 2017. Um I had some stock from the 3D printing company because they ended up getting acquired by a larger company. So I had some stock and it was going down. The the stock was tanking. Like it went from like, I had about $20,000 worth and it dropped down to about $1,500 worth. So I said, yeah. So I'm like, let me get out of this. Let me, yeah. So what I did is I'm like, I'm putting some in Bitcoin and I'm putting some in Ethereum. And I kind of FOMO'd into Ethereum at the time because I think Ethereum was at 70 something dollars, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, let me just, because anything has to be better than the stock right now because I went from <laughs> 20,000 down to 1,500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how I ended up actually investing in mm-hmm. in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And um, actually, if you go on my Instagram, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Finish, finish your no, no, I was going to say, I was like, if you actually go on my Instagram, you can see, like, I think about a month later, I actually made a post about Ethereum and how, like, how it went from, like, my, I bought in at 70 something dollars and it went up to, like, 150 or 160 something dollars. So, like, I was like, wait, what? And I've been wasting my time in stocks when I'm getting returns like this. So, <laughs> that, that was my introduction. <laughs> got you, got you. So, it's funny, right? So, I got into uh, the space in about 2016. And I was just telling, I was telling someone the other day, I said, what was interesting about it was, um, so I would go to meetups. They would have Bitcoin meetups and crypto meetups in Philadelphia. And you would go to the media meetups and it was like a different energy. There was like, um, I don't know how to explain this, but like libertarians. Like I would go into meetups and it'd be dudes with like fatigues on with like machine guns. And they were, you know, they were like on some like anti-government stuff. Right. But now in 2021, and you go in spaces with Bitcoin, it's like bankers with suits. I see like a complete transition um, in the entire space. And I just think that's interesting. Like when you went to those meetups early on, like was it any kind of energy like that um, in New York? I don't know how it was in New York. I know it was in Philadelphia. It was kind of like just radicals like that were were into Bitcoin. Yeah, it was similar. I wouldn't say fatigues, but there were a lot of like hackers and you know, a lot of the, the coders and things like that, like people same energy. really know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The same libertarian energy, but more on like the hacker coder coder uh, side of it. But yeah. And then, then now, that, now that you mention it, because I was actually at NFT NYC, which is an NFT. Um, oh, that's and, dope. And like, yeah. I saw that yeah. online. I saw people online that were in it. it was like, that was last night, right? Yeah, it was uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Okay, but um, the energy was just—it's different because because we're in a bull market now. Like I'm meeting people who, like, yeah, I just found out about 
crypto or even getting into it in, in February, I'm like, oh, wow. So like we're about around a bunch of new people bringing a lot of new and different kind of energy into just the overall space. And even with the Bitcoin meetups that I go to, it's like, like you said, yes, yeah, a lot more finance people, a lot more of your suits that are in there, even and talking to some of uh, my friends who've done finance, who kind of ignored Bitcoin yeah. for a while are now like, yeah, you know, Bitcoin. You know, yeah. And the Bitcoin <laughs> ETF and I'm into grayscale and, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different energy. So let me ask you this, though. Explain um, Earners On Chain, how the idea come about. Um, what was that uh, like for you to create that and, um, and, you know, explain to us what it's grown into? Sure. The Earners On Chain that came about with, uh, that's within the EYL University. Yeah, and shout out to Rashad and Troy. Um, they've been on the pod too. They're great, they're great brothers, and what they're building is powerful, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and they put out a call. They said, you know, we want to create different clubs inside of Earn Your Leisure for people to be able to learn about different topics and for people to take up a leadership role. And they had first at first they had like certain clubs. They said we want to start a stock market club. We want to start a real estate club. We want to start this that. And I said. I want to do a, a a crypto club. And they were like, all right, yeah, go right on ahead. So I'm like, all right. I, I mean, and it, I did it just because I just wanted to talk about crypto with, with other people. Mm -hmm. Like, I, It wasn't me being like an expert or, you know, one thing to, it was just like, let's just have a conversation because crypto and everything around it is going, it's, it's going to really change the way finance and pretty much our world operates. So I just want to have these conversations with people. Mm -hmm. And this was around, uh, I would say, the beginning of the year. So like January or February. And at first we were like a part of the stock market club. But um, and shout out to the to the, um, the Wall Street Gossip Club. Right. And um, but I was like, yeah, I, I, what I want to do is a little bit different from what what they want to do, even though like we, we should definitely collaborate. But I wanted to do more focusing on what was happening specifically in the crypto ecosystem with like, even with like Bitcoin and lightning and decentralized finance and NFTs mm -hmm. and not, and versus the stock market, where it's more on the equity side. So uh, we branched off and cr we created, created the crypto club. And we first did this in February. I think that was when our first meeting was, and it was just, okay, like this is what's going on right now. This is what I think is interesting. And people gravitated towards it. And yeah. after a while, it was just more and more people started tuning in, started checking it out. And and then it's grown since then. And like, I'm actually surprised at the amount of attention that it got. And I'm surprised at the way people kind of look at me as like a leader, because I never really thought of myself as like a leader or a an expert. Even today, like when people ask me about, you know, what price should I get into this? What price should do? Have you heard of this coin? I'm like, I. I'm not an expert. This it's hard to be an expert on the space. And second of all, I'm not a trader. I dollar cost average. Exactly. So, so you asking me. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is um, and, and that's why you know I consider you an expert. But at the same time, I, I get what you're saying because um, no one knows everything. That's one of the beautiful things about crypto is nobody knows everything. There's not one single person that knows everything because it's just too much. Um, and that's why having a group like that actually works because you have people looking at different things. But um, what impressed me about you guys when I came on is that you go to a lot of these um different clubs or different things and everybody just talk about FOMOing into the, the latest uh, lottery ticket that people are chasing. But you guys um, 
And I went to Justin's YouTube channel and I was like, okay, so he's actually teaching about how to set up a wallet. Like he's the fundamentals, right? So you guys actually get it. And it's a little bit different than just like, you know, chasing the next Sheba or chasing the next Doge. So um, I think that's powerful. So how did, uh, I guess the question I have is, I've seen what you guys have built now. I see the move to like the Discord. Like I said, I was sitting in the meeting last night, which was dope. Um, What's the future? What are some of the things you're looking forward to to do in the future with Earners on Chain? Yeah. uh, One of the things we we're going to be doing is we're going to be launching a a separate YouTube channel where we focus on other artists, entrepreneurs, and people, other people just doing dope things within the crypto ecosystem. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot more interviews with people. I mean, even within earners on chain itself, we've had several people. We've had my guy Vernon J who, who talked about, you know, how he's tokenizing real estate. We've had uh, my guy, Alex, who's, doing some some amazing things with uh bringing musicians into crypto and helping them launch their own social tokens and you know like i like that aspect of it because one thing is you've probably noticed this as well when you go to some of these crypto meetups you're probably the only black person in the room yep (laughs) yep so i want to make sure people know that okay you're not the only one interested in this there are other people who are doing great things within the space and i want to give them uh the spotlight so we're, we're going to be doing that with with our with our youtube page and then also what i want for us to do is to transition into a decentralized autonomous organization a DAO. okay yes yes and, and i want to make that move because within earners on chain right now people just they they like what we're doing they want to contribute and i want them to have the power to contribute in the way that they feel is best but there's also like with a dow like one some something that somebody said which kind of resonated with me the difference between a dow and a group chat is the money right <laughs> yeah yeah i like that i like that <laughs> so like you gotta have like a treasury that you're managing and and mm-hmm. all of these different things so what we want to do is we want to uh because like i said i when i started this it was just like let's just talk about some stuff and then now people are coming up with these ideas so i want to figure out the, the proper way for us to be able to monetize and deploy and deploy that capital in a way that's beneficial for the entire group gotcha so so we definitely want to move into the, the direction of becoming a, a dow oh that's the man look that's 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 powerful right there. Um, and for those who don't know what a DAO is, make sure you look that up. Like a decentralized autonomous organization. That's like the next level. You know, everybody's everybody is on a LLC. I want to get an LLC. Like look at look at a DAO. A DAO is next level. Um, so let me ask you this, though. Um, in this journey of yours, right, what would you say is a book that is either your favorite book or a book that's inspired you along your journey? Huh. I would say I think the book that I read most recently is um, Principles by Ray Diallo. Oh, okay. That's a, that's, Ray that's da- I'm yeah. actually going. Ray Dalio. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yep. Yeah. So that I'm actually going through that one now and everything about, I wouldn't say everything, but like the principles that he talks about, you know, being honest and being transparent and being open and, and um, just, everything that all of the principles that he lays out, I 
try to use within the earners on chain, like okay. being a hundred percent open about, you know, who I am, what my expertise is, my shortcomings, things that I'm good at, and making sure that everybody else in the organization has the the freedom and power to do that as well. Because if we're all, you know, focusing, if we're all working within the same principles, then we can grow this thing and it can be, uh, it can be great versus mm-hmm. if we, you know, everybody's just kind of, you know, doing their own thing and like, yeah, it's all, you know, disjointed, then, you know, it'll fall apart. So I think that's helped with our growth so far. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's dope. That's a, let me ask you another one. It's a, so throw this in there since you, you know, a crypto guy, what is the best crypto book you've ever read? Oh, uh, the best crypto book. Um, I like the Bitcoin standard. Oh, that's mine. That's 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 the one. That's the one I start everybody with. That one. That one. Uh, you know, and I like Isaiah's book too, Bitcoin and Black America. But the Bitcoin standard is the go-to, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I like the big because I mean, it takes you through the journey about what money is and why mm-hmm. Bitcoin is important. So that one has been, yeah, that that's a great book. That's one that I recommend to all newcomers. Who are coming into the space um and again yeah uh bitcoin and black america by isaiah jackson is one that i recommend as well because you know like you one thing about this crypto industry is that we're gonna see a lot of wealth being transferred right yep. and we want to make sure that we're putting ourselves in the right position and we do that by you know breaking down these concepts for people who may be you know, scared to look into it or like, I, I, I don't know, I don't think it's a scam, I don't, whatever, whatever. And like, mm-hmm. I like Isaiah Jackson's book because he really kind of makes it relatable yeah, for the everyday person. And I told him when he was on our podcast, I said, you know, your book was the one where like, it kind of spoke to like the revolutionary aspects of Bitcoin. Because um, I, I came into it from a finance background. So I'm looking at just the economics, not recognizing what it means to the community. So that kind of like brought that part to me. So, um, yeah. Let me ask you this question. Uh, through this journey of yours, right, where you started, you know, you said you were looking to to the military, you got into computer programming, and then, you know, now you find yourself into, in the crypto space. What has been the, uh, the biggest obstacle, the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome to get you to where you are today? Huh, the biggest hurdle. Um, I would say managing my energy. Okay, explain that one for me. Yeah, because... Like, so I, you know, I have a full-time job. I'm not 100% in crypto yet, even though Mm -hmm. that is the goal. Uh, So like, and then I also have a family, a wife, a daughter. I have, you know, I'm working with the earners on chain and I'm also building in crypto. Like I'm, like I said, I'm a developer. So my attraction is still on the building side. So I still want to, so just juggling all of these different, uh, activities that I have going on and make sure and making sure that I give each of them the right amount of attention. Understood. That's, that's still a challenge for me that I'm, that I'm working on. I think it's going to be one of those ongoing challenges because, you know, things change. So of course you have to adjust, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's interesting, man. Listen, so um, you, you out here doing amazing work, man. I just want to uh, again, congratulate you on what you've already done. And I look forward to seeing what you build in the future. Like I said, any way that I can add value, I'm back there now. So, you know, just let me know, man. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what happens with this thing, man. But thank you for sharing your story uh, with our audience, man. We really appreciate it. 
And thank you, Jimmy, because when you came and collaborated, we had like even internally, we said, look, we have to step up because you like there are people out here that are doing great things. And we want to make sure that we can be in the conversation with all of the people that are doing their stuff. So when you guys came on, it's like, yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah, I'm glad yeah. to have you within the group because we always need more knowledgeable people because we're onboarding new users every day. And the more knowledgeable people that we have to bring people into this space in a comfortable way, you know, that, that helps us all. Man, listen, appreciate you saying that, man. I'm all about collaboration over competition. So once I saw what you guys are doing, I was like, we, we going, you know, we rolling with, you know, let's build together. So I appreciate you for saying that. Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, look forward to like doing another class back there soon. So, um, with that being said, man, I'll make sure to put your Instagram handle and all your information uh, within the description box so everybody can check out and see what Alistair has going on, man. Um, continue to teach our people, man, because um, I also saw the most uh, recent, um, you know, class that you did on EYL, um, you know, on crypto. And that was very informative. And you guys helped out a lot of people, man. So continue to do that work. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, Jimmy. Absolutely, man. So uh, for the folks watching, please make sure you follow Alistair, see everything he's got going on. Also, you may want to check out Earners on Chain as well. Um, the community is amazing. They're building uh, all kinds of um, powerful things back there. I'm looking forward to seeing how this DAO thing plays out because that is a revolutionary idea, especially, like I said, for folks that look like us to come together and do something like that is very, very powerful. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, but we appreciate you. Make sure you share this episode out. Follow the brother Alice to see what he has going on. But as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys in our next episode. Peace.